That's that's awesome. So uh, we're going to go right along to our next caller. And uh, next caller, whom might you be? Hi, my name is Kristen. Hi, John. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. It's I am good. It's come true to talk to you. That's really sweet. Kristen, um, what's the connection to April for you? It's my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, and is there a mom that's passed for you? Is there like a like a, a breast cancer or or somebody that passed from breast cancer young? Uh, not that I'm not that I can think of. So who would the M be like? Melissa, Michelle, Michael? Who is that? Marissa is my sister. She's still living. Okay, so around Marissa, there's something that they're trying to show me. So I don't know if somebody around her was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and somebody around her was dealing with like a breast cancer scare, but it's, it's okay. in your energy. So that to me, that to me would be like, okay, let's be aware, let's be aware of this. So if anything negative comes up in a session, like if I see okay. somebody having teeth issues or I always say the reason why it's coming up is so we can prevent it or better deal with it. So I just went, if there's I any, just had, um, I just had a scan because there was like a lump on my breastbone, but it, it came out to be negative. Okay. So this is, this, so this already happened. Okay. Okay. Fine. Um, yeah. that's just my way of, of interpreting what's happening here. Um, and did somebody connect it to you past in, in an accident or an event like where it's sudden? Um, years before I was born. Like was somebody like hit by a train, something that's. Yes, it was a car accident. Okay. I just want to be really clear though. The symbolism that I'm feeling is that somebody's hit by something. So if this is a person who was in a vehicle accident, then they might have been thrown from that vehicle if they were not like, if they were not, if they, unless they were just like, well, walking or they're on a bike. I don't feel like I'm in a car. No, um, if it's what I'm thinking of, it was, um, it would be my great aunt and uncle and they were in a car accident and I believe they were thrown. Okay. Cause I don't feel like I'm encapsulated. So that normally means that someone's thrown, but just to make sure that nobody that's on the line had a, a person that passed by like being hit by a train, right? If you are, if that if that fits your description, go ahead and uh, um, uh, click on the call in button, and we'll put you on with John. Somebody's definitely trying to show me, like somebody like was hit by something, and it doesn't feel like I'm in a car. Um, um, I have uh, my brother in law was stabbed, but I don't know if that's being like the same as being hit. Do you know? Did he pass? Did he pass from that? Yes, he did. Do you know if it happened like near a bus or train station? Uh, very, very likely it was on the streets of New York City. Okay. Um, the, the the feeling that I'm getting is just this, like, sudden impact feeling. Um, and I am yeah. seeing transportation. That's why I was asking about bus and stuff. Um, sure. I just And is, is, is there a father figure for you that's back to? Um, grandfather. So is he the person that you had the photo from outside on the driveway with? I don't know what that might be. Okay, so I'm going to describe something for you. You know like a, okay. a little girl in a communion dress? Yes. Okay. Is he in a photo like that with you? Um, he could be. I definitely had a communion dress. So we should establish first. Did you have like a Catholic upbringing? Yes, I did. Okay, so there, there would have been a, com a communion and a communion dress, that type of thing. I feel like I just need to reference that as, as well. Um, sure. but I feel like your brother-in-law that, that passed, if you can get a message to the family to let them know that he's okay, I kind of feel like whatever this was, 
doesn't feel like it's one person. So whatever this is, feels like it's a bigger ordeal. So um, I don't know that when he was stabbed, it was a group of people around and he died instantly in my other brother's arms. So yeah, it was pretty tragic. And my husband is still reeling from it. So if you can let him know that his brother saw this as an opportunity to come through. Um, But I feel like I'm supposed, I feel like I'm supposed to talk about the cop connection. So like, was there a police officer that they're connected to that they kept in touch with? Um, my husband actually was the only one from his family because my my husband's family is are are immigrants to the country, and my husband was the only Sorry, one I, that kept I, in I, touch with the police officers. Gotcha. Because I I feel like there's somebody that keeps in contact or there's a communication with the police officer. And by the way, I don't feel like justice is served here. So whatever happened to him, I don't feel like they either got the person or if they got the person, the person was in and out of prison or whatever this is, they... They had to release him and let him go because they didn't have enough evidence. Yeah, that's the that's the feeling. But I want your husband to know that your brother, his brother, doesn't hold on to the fact that justice wasn't served because from their perspective, they've got a different way of looking at things because they could see a bigger picture. Um, okay. And people get what's coming to them, like what we do, we have to sit in judgment for. So there's no escaping the, the, you know, the, the, the karmic court. Um, but I feel like it's important that you tell your husband that his brother does show up for him in dreams. So if he tells you about the dreams, they're real. Um, and is Steven connected to him? Steve? Steve. Um, I'll have to ask him. That, that doesn't ring any bells to me. Just know that there's a huge S name that they want me to bring up, like Steven. Susan, Steve, Steph. Okay. Um, okay. But I get that around the person that was stabbed. Okay. That's great to know. All righty. Um, and then the last, thing, let, the, get the last thing I want to say is, um, did your husband have a knee issue? A knee issue? Uh-huh. Just aches and pains recently. But he's not doing anything to treat his knee, right? Um, it's. I think it's been okay. He was just diagnosed with diabetes, but I don't think that's... Okay. I want you to tell him to be careful. I want you to tell him to be careful with his knees. Okay, I his will. brother's telling him to be careful with his knees. He has a. He comes back from. He he's a mover, so oftentimes he comes home and his knees are killing him. Yeah, he's making me feel like okay. there's something there's something up with his knees. That's a weak spot for him. So when somebody has a weak spot on their body, that's a place where injury can occur. Okay. All right. Alrighty. I hope this helps, Kristen. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Keep doing You're the welcome. wonderful work you do. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Take care. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, we are talking to John Edward, the internationally known psychic medium. I have an open phone line. If you would like to call, just hit the uh, um, um, the uh, the call button, and we'll put you on with John. Uh, it would be I'm sure that you would like it very much. As a matter of fact, let's uh, go real quickly. And by the way, we're talking with Leslie. Leslie, you're done with John Edward. Hi, John. Thanks for taking my call. I'm so excited to be with you and Kevin again. Awesome. Oh, well, I'm just open to hear anything, but I wanted to say I'm so excited. Um, I've always wanted to attend one of your shows. So this is very exciting for me. So I'm just excited to hear anything that you have to say. Okay. 
Um, if there was one relationship that you were hoping to hear from, what would that relationship be? Uh, my grandmother, my paternal okay. grandmother. I, the reason why I'm asking you that is I don't think I have her, so I wanted to kind of just establish that I don't want to take everything I'm saying and have you just put it there. So I want you to kind of know that like, what I'm feeling now is not a, not about her, but somebody around you either lost their either somebody around you lost their wife or somebody lost their friend. Um, and I feel like this is somebody that was concerned about leaving their kids behind. Do you know where that is? Concerned about leaving their kids behind. I'd really have to think about that one. So think like Debbie or De something with a D. There's a D my connection here. Debbie. Your mom is Debbie? Yeah, my mom's name is Debbie. I also have an, I also have an aunt named Debbie. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Debbie. around around your mom, there's someone that I would see that passed um, that had to leave their kids behind. Like they knew they were going to pass and they knew that they were going to leave their kids behind. And I feel like that was part of the the difficult part of leaving was like knowing that they weren't going to be able to raise their kids or see their kids grow up. And the message that I'm supposed to give back to Debbie is that they were able to still be a part of their kids' lives growing up. Just not sure where to put that yet. Um, okay. And did anybody around maybe your mom's friends, did somebody have like a brain tumor or was there like a brain issue? A brain issue with Again, just, if you can speak of, yeah, if you could, right. So one of the things that, and I, I always tell people that my, my inside secrets when I, when I read, when someone like yourself calls up and says, I'm just open to anybody, it's usually where you watch my expression go, oh, um, and that, that's not, never the reality. Um, nobody ever means that. They say it to be polite and nice, but the reality is they always want to connect with that one person. And then when that doesn't happen, which is what's happening here, um, the enthusiasm for thinking kind of falls to the wayside, but it doesn't change the information on my end. So I'll say this again. There's a brain issue that's connected to you or your family. Somebody either had a brain tumor or something that would have been brain related from a healthcare standpoint, meaning something affected their brain. Um, and I feel like I'm supposed to acknowledge somebody that would have passed that had a knowing, knowing that they're passing, leaving their kids behind. And that was a big issue. So I just want to okay. leave that there. Um, and then somebody drowned. Or I should say they passed because of an asphyxiation. Wow, this is like all new information for me. <laughs> okay. And you and you have to think, like, if you're married, you have to think about that side of the family as well as your side of the family. Um, it's, okay. it's not just, oh, I think, I think this person would come through. Um, and it's very, very normal for anybody that goes for reading to hear from people that you're not expecting. When I actually went to hear from my mom when, I, when she had first passed, I discovered, well, according to the medium, the medium said I had a brother in spirit, but I didn't because I'm an only child. But the medium brought through information about my next-door neighbor's son that I never knew even existed. Um, gave me how he passed, gave me the information. I went home thinking he was completely crazy. And then when I got home, my grandmother was able to validate that it wasn't my brother, but it was my neighbor's son, who I never met. Um, wow. So when they see this opportunity, they take it. It's just a matter of going like, well, why would that person do that? I didn't know that one. And that's where I say we have to allow the energy to flow where it needs to, and then you become the messenger for that. And maybe your, maybe your mom needs to hear this, or your aunt Debbie needs to hear whatever this is. Right. Yeah. Maybe they can tie that together for me. That's that's great. 
And so that's yeah, why we, we do this on a podcast so that you can go back and review the information and share it with your mom and Debbie and everyone so that the, so that the information can, can get out. Because I'm convinced, John, that the information you're prevent, presenting is correct. It's just we're not a very good filter sometimes. Sure. Right, or I'm, or I'm, or I'm screwing up where it goes. You know, I'm Barry Manilowing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's not the dog's name; it's the bar that I drank at. So I, I recognize the interpretation is something that I could be off on, but the information that they show me, I trust 100. percent Awesome. Yeah. Well, Leslie, thank you very much cool. for giving us a call. Thank you. Take care. You thank too. Have a, have a great day. And uh, by the way, that does open up a phone line if you would like to talk to John. But the, John, I was doing, in my research last night, I was doing some stuff. You have, a, you have a beautiful young daughter who's an actress. Is that correct? I do. Yes, my daughter, Olivia. I wanted to just tell you. Because in in my past I've I've done some acting and I've and I've done some uh, auditions and stuff. I loved how you frame the audition versus an interview. Could you could you go into that? Because I think it's really is important. Sure, sure. Um, when she first started, you know, pursuing this, and we had to kind of allow that to happen. And I literally say that. If you met my child at two years old, you would be like, oh, my God, who are the parents to this kid? Like, she had such an obnoxious energy at that age that I was like, I can't believe this is my child. Um, and we had, to, we had to find the outlet for her to channel that energy. And once she did, she became an angel. And she loved to sing and dance and perform and do characters. So when she was um, three years old, we were introduced to a manager, and that manager signed her. And after that, they said that, well, they were going to send her out on auditions. So I won't let managers and agents call them auditions because that means that she would basically be seeking somebody else's approval and validation for her value. So they call them appointments and they call them interviews, but they're not allowed to call them auditions. And then when she comes back from something where, you know, nine out of 10 times, she's not going to get something, right? Because there's so many people going out for roles. Um, when she comes back from something, one time she came back to something she really wanted and she said, I didn't get it. And I went, okay, they were looking for a square. You're a perfect circle. So if they're looking for a square, a circle is never going to be a square. So when they're looking for a circle, then you'll get the job. And when they're looking for a square, you're not even in the running. So this way she understands that she's the one who defines her value. Not somebody saying, oh, I need you to do it like this, or oh, I need you to do it like that, or you're not pretty enough, or you're not thin enough, or you're not whatever the, whatever those things that will come out where society downloads upon you how you're supposed to be. Um, I wanted to arm her with that. And the knowledge that she's not allowed to be famous, because fame is fleeting, but she is allowed to be accomplished. So, and I use the analogy with me, I'll say, like, listen, at 1.13 million people watched Daddy a week. You know, sometimes six times a day the show was on all around the world. I said, that's a lot of people. I go, and for a brief moment, I had fame. I go, and then it all went away, and I had not fame. I said, so the reality of coping with that kind of attention and not is recognizing that it's not significantly nor important to define you. However, my accomplishments are all the things that you rattled off in the beginning, and that has nothing to do with fame. That has to do with what I did, right? So fame is how people perceive you. Accomplishments, accomplishments are how you perceive yourself. And that is how you're going to keep her head on her on her shoulders and not in the yep. clouds. Yep. 
I, 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 I saw that, and uh, I was like, now that's a dad. I really appreciate that Aww. you did that. Because you and you, you could see in the interview, your daughter loves the heck out of you, and that and it's a great relationship that you guys have formed. So we have another we caller. We really have, and go ahead. Thank you. Yeah. So no, we're good. Okay, good. We have another caller on the line, but okay. Got it. Got it. Hey, and the the next person we have online is, uh, and I can I do a shameless plug, please? On <laughs> on Wednesdays, we are doing a uh, uh, a show called uh, Girl Power. And it's about about women's issues and girls' issues. And uh, Lisa, who's on the line with us, is uh, co-hosting that that hour. And it really is going to be a powerful thing. We're just starting it out, and I hope that people will tune in on Wednesdays um, to listen to that. But it, Lisa, this is you on the line, right? It is. Hello. <laughs> Hi, John. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm really, really good. So, Lisa, let me just just jump in and tell you what I'm seeing because I know we don't have a lot of time. Um, Lisa, I don't know if you have a father, I don't know if you have a father figure who's passed, but think like father, uncle, grandfather, there's a a J or a G name living or past that's connected to the family. And do you have two daughters? Are there two girls in the family? Um, so I, yes, I have a, uh, a daughter and also a, um, stepdaughter and two boys too. Um, yes. Okay. So So for me, I'm seeing the, yeah, go ahead. So I'm seeing the two girls, but there's a father figure who's passed, and the J or G name that that comes up either tells me who they are or who they're connected to who could still be living. Um, I feel like I'm supposed to talk about somebody who – somebody – I smell tobacco. So I don't know if somebody was a pipe smoker or if they made made their own cigars or something about tobacco. I smell the tobacco. Um, Who did that? Hmm. Well, my like somebody likes tobacco, but, um, so I'm wondering too, like I, I'm adopted and I've been sensing, like feeling a lot that, that there is, um, like spirits that are trying to speak to me from my, uh, kind of my biological family. Yes. Sure. It's possible. Um, they'll only come through for me. I only noticed that they come through that you could validate them. It's like you can validate them, validate them in the future. Um, but I feel like there's something coming up around the girls. So I want to give you a heads up. I'm seeing a yellow light of yeah. caution around one of the girls. Okay. So I don't know if they're okay. in a relationship dynamic that's not positive or if there's something about their own value that they're questioning. But I feel okay. like it's important to take, take a moment to make sure that you kind of like say, hey, how you doing? Like, what, what are you feeling? Like, how do you feel? Yeah. Um, which is an yeah. odd question to ask somebody when you don't mean physically. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to take, take a moment to, to do that. Um, and then did somebody pass for you too in a vehicle accident? Are you peripherally connected to somebody who had an event? Um, in a car accident? Gosh, if I yeah, said to you, Lisa, if I said to you, if I said to you that there's a Scotty or Scott, you know where that is? No, but I, I, I will definitely think on it. Um, yeah, I want you to remember this. There's an, I kind of feel like I want to say Scott, Scooter, Skip. Like, there's a name like that. Um, but somebody definitely passed in a vehicle accident connected to you. Um, it might have right. just been 20 years ago. It might have been somebody yeah. you were connected to peripherally, but that person is using this as their way of coming through. But I, I do okay. want to highlight your daughter, either your daughter or your stepdaughter. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything that you're aware of right now or, or not yet? 
Um, with, with my daughter, so she's pretty young, but she, she's really kind of struggling with anxiety and just kind of managing her emotions and how she feels and how trying old? to express that. She's 11. How old is she? She's 11. Okay. She's 11. So yeah. Yeah. yeah but that, and she's, she's in that hormonal alley range where a lot of yes. the stuff that's going to normally, right. But I feel like, right. um, you know, we were talking about my daughter earlier, and one of the things that yeah. I found that is imperative is communication. And I, right. I listened to her speak about some of her friends as well, and they don't talk to their parents. Right. So it's really important to make sure that you don't hang your hat on the, oh, we're close, and I know what she's going through place. But to, to go oh, to the place yeah. of, yeah, to go to the place of, how do I find myself in her head? How do I get in there and get her to talk to me and open up in a way that maybe she doesn't feel like she wants to, or she's allowed to, or she might not feel um, safe to do it, or anxiety might stop her from doing stuff. And, you know, it's an important development time. So I think it's important yeah. to have these conversations because I see a yellow light of caution. So that makes me concerned. Yes. Yeah. No, I think those are really valid concerns and I, I appreciate that. And what, I Lisa, what's, what's her birthday? What's her birthday day in the month? My, 529. Hers. May 29th. That's hers? That's your daughter's birthday? Oh, no. That, so, sorry, that's my birthday. Um, Faith's birthday is July 1st. July 1st. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, for the last year for her, her friend, yeah. her friend game, to me, feels off. So, yes. her yep. placement yep. and, cool. like, you know... What I call the, the lunchroom, that lunchroom table yeah. thing is off for me. So, like, if yeah. she's having anxiety about the friend groups or the associations, like, that's the important conversation to be having, to be more aware right. of what's taking place, like, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And then what's the artistic thing? Did she say, like, oh, I want to go out for, like, kickline or I want to go out for chorus or what's the artistic thing that she's not done but she's asked to do? Um, so she's extremely artistic. So she has been learning, um, the guitar. She's new at that and she begged to do it. She loves it. Good. Uh, she's Good. very artistic really? and just, she wants to sew. Really? Um, that's one thing she hasn't done yet. Knit. She just started doing that. She's like very okay. creative. Yeah. So really important for you to encourage her over the next year with her creativity, okay. her artist, yeah. artistry. Because that's an outlet for her. So it's yeah. a way for her to feel like the only thing that she tends to do sometimes is become a little antisocial. So yeah. the, the antisocial vibe is something where you have to kind of like understand the moodiness. And that's not okay. going to be an 11-year-old thing for her. That's going to be a, a her thing. That's going to be who she is. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of... And then don't be shocked, like, if she's not, like, a food hoarder. When I say a food hoarder, I don't mean you're going to find sandwiches in the drawer. But, like, you know, you'll open up the sock drawer and there's, like, a bag of potato chips, right? So she'll yeah, have a little yeah. dash of, like, you know, yes. that's the Cancerian yes. side. Like, all Cancerians, like, yeah. have their little food stash in their room. Right, right, right. She does. Yeah, she does. Yep. Well, yes, Lisa, yes, thank yes, you. Sir. I hope this helps. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Yes, it's so wonderful. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. All the best. 
You betcha. You have a great afternoon. <laughs> Food order. I love that. Um, and that's, that is that is just awesome. Well, John, you know, I I would love to be able to say uh, that we've got you know three or four more hours together, but I'm afraid that uh, the schedules don't allow. And uh, I do want to get the information out one more time, though, that if you want to find out more about John Edward and what he does, go to www.johnedward.net. You can you can find out where all of his events are the, throughout the summer, which will culminate with. Um, an event on uh, October 4th at 2 o'clock at the SeaTac Marriott. Go join his uh, – do you have two seconds to talk about uh, uh, your your online group, John? Um, anybody who wants to know about it, they can go to johnedward.net. It's all right there. You got it. And I appreciate, I really appreciate your time. I appreciate everybody listening. We've had a, we've had a great show, John. Thank you so much for being on Thank the show. You. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great day, everybody.